to hear is shocking. You probably shouldn't have the kids near the radio. A couple of women uh, came to the aisle, and uh, there's only so much toilet paper left, and this ensued. Well, that was a reasonable reaction to getting down to the last big thing of toilet paper there at the store. To me, if there is an irrational panic-driven run on toilet paper... And it's down to one package, and you have two women. Bare-knuckle boxing seems like a reasonable way to settle it to me. Boy, Michael, Barbaric! Michelangelo said, you probably should set this clip up. Yeah, I'm glad I did, because that sort of screaming, if I'd have just played that, you'd have thought something horrific was happening. Yeah. I, I believe it was less of a two women simultaneously showing up at the last package sort of thing, and one woman building a tower of toilet paper on her shopping cart leaving the shelves bare, mm. and the other oh. shopper coming and seeing. Hoarder! That's what she I just want one. Just give me one package. I don't, wow, but the hoarder would not give it up. Or was she was going to sell it for profit, probably. Uh, first come, first serve. Yeah, I don't know. I, I at no point would have screeched like that, but I might have said, really? You're going to take all that toilet paper? I'm out at home. I'd have used naughty words. What are you doing? I'm afraid. Uh, this morning, minutes after the markets opened on Wall Street, there was a plunge in the S&P of uh so huge that they had to automatically shut down trading it's the 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 the, the quick halt jammed on the brakes the 15 minutes breaker, whoa whoa it. out of control and they shut down the stock market for a while they put the stock market in a timeout and it's all they around had to sit there in the corner is it all around coronavirus or is part of is it not unrelated is it because of the uh the oil thing going on in the middle east yeah saudi arabia and russia are in a fight over how much production uh, that they ought to do and so it's caused a shock to the oil market and it's just more uncertainty and, and that sort of deal uh i heard uh, ian bremer talking he thinks that this stuff might uh, might actually wreak some changes on the world where powers economic powers go more uh, regional than global it's a little easier to keep your supply chain tight, and and there's less risk if you're dealing with a more limited number of countries that are a little closer to you. Mm. Um, you know, it's funny. And again, it, we have the benefit of having lived a few years and been talking about this stuff for a few years. Some trends just keep going and going. It's the future. But some trends, they go a certain distance. Then like a pendulum, they swing back because people realize, oh, there are more negatives than positives. And it'll be interesting to see. Uh, Ian Bremmer's thinking Mexico might become this uh, big new manufacturing center, which might give them enough money to beef up their government so it isn't in the uh, uh, the clutches of the narcos, you know, the cartels. Because Mexico's pretty shaky right now. They're having this big thing today, uh, a world without women. Hear about this? You see this? Nope. Sounds boring. It's actually, it's a terrible story, but um, abuse and murder of women is rampant in Mexico. It's just terrible. Uh, but build bridges, not walls. Corruption, narco state, drugs, uh, terrible uh, abuse of women. Yeah, we want more and more of that. But anyway, uh, these, uh, a lot of women in Mexico are going on strike. They will stay off the streets, purchase nothing for 24 hours, not work, um, to, uh, to show what a day without women would be like. So uh, good for you girls. I hope it does you some good. I have 
violence against women is horrific. But I do like this headline in uh, the L.A. Times. What would a world without women look like? Well, gay and short-lived. Unless you could convince some guys to ovulate. Maybe it'd be a voluntary thing. (laughs) We need somebody to ovulate. Listen, I'm not going to ask again. We need at least 40% (laughs) of the population to ovulate, fellas. Show hands now. World without women. Please. God forbid. Um... I don't know what to think. I watched the news all day yesterday, and I got less of an idea what's going on with coronavirus than before I started watching the news. Yeah, I know what you mean. What about the core questions? Why the reaction that we're seeing in contrast to the flu? Is it that it's like an extra layer of the flu, and we have a limited number of respirators, and so that's part of it. Okay, I did, I did, I did grasp that. Hey, play the Gottlieb clip again from Face the Nation. This guy Gottlieb, and I don't remember what he is. He's the former director and National Health Studies Service Center of Viral Something or Other. Mm. The next two weeks are really going to change the complexion in this country. We'll get through this, but it's going to be a hard period. We're looking at two months, probably of difficulty. To give you a basis of comparison, two weeks ago, Italy had nine cases. 95% of all their cases have been diagnosed in the last 10 days. For South Korea, 85% of all their cases have been diagnosed in the last 10 days. We're entering that period right now of rapid acceleration. Now, no state and no city wants to be the first to basically shut down their economy. But that's what's going to need to happen. States and cities are going to have to act in the interest of the national interest right now to prevent a broader epidemic. Shut down their economy. You mean? Close businesses, close large gatherings, close theaters, cancel events. Close your businesses in your town or state? Yeah. No city or state wants to be the first to shut it down, but he's suggesting that it needs to happen. Well, and you private business owners, you're so damned wealthy, you can just either do business or not do business. We know you have that luxury. Ha ha. Missing a week or more of... All your people don't care if they get paid, or or just pay them with your your never-ending wealth, your riches that you keep stockpiled on the side, because we know you all make payroll effortlessly month after month. I thought he threw that out very flippantly, since yeah. that's never happened in the United States, as far as I know. I guarantee certainly he's not an a, academic. Certainly a state has never done it, but a major city that's going to say, we're closing, we're closing, all businesses are closed, schools are closed, no events, theaters, everything's closed, stay home. That's martial law. That's never happened, I don't think, in the country's history. Well, and do I need to, As if you're a new listener to the show, I, Joe Getty, almost went to law school, so I'm the uh, legal scholar. On the staff, I thought seriously about applying. So I'm the go-to guy. Uh, I got to look into what sort of health emergencies justify the imposition of martial law. And that's going to vary state to state, I'm sure. But um, what is he talking about? We're going to close all businesses. And wait a minute, who is? Who is? It's springtime. You're telling me all the heating and air conditioning companies just going to stop installing new air conditioning systems. That's too dangerous. Or Shutting you, down. Are you telling me I have to close my coffee shop, or you just think I should? Because if you're telling me I should, I'm not going to. Right. And I'm going to stay open, and the other people who do close, well, I'm going to get all their business. Your spring travel destinations, you know, Florida, Corpus Christi, whomever, the, the, the Arizona, they're just going to shut down because you said maybe they ought to. Or you're going to compel them. Please do explain. I thought that was a wild thing to just throw out there. Oh, I agree. And who who says that's necessary at this point? Italy? Can you look out up who he actually is? Because I they're all the, the, this uh, 
Plus, you know what's hotter than hot is former Obama administration officials who are uh, yammering about how the Trump administration has dropped the ball on this. Yeah, well, that's... Of course, when when the Democrats are in, in charge, the Republicans say the same thing. Yeah, that's a hot political thing. Whoever's yeah. out of office uh, complains that whoever's in office is not handling whichever crisis correctly. Who is this Gottlieb fellow, Sean? Uh, Scott Gottlieb, American physician, uh, served as 23rd commissioner of the Food and Drug Administration from 2017 right. to 2019. FDA guy. FDA right. commissioner. Um, but eh. for him to throw out on Face the Nation... Some, nobody wants to be the first. So I took from it that it he feels like it should have happened already, but it's kind of like cowardice that it hasn't. Somebody needs to be the first city or state to close down. Oh, really? Okay. That, that's not a thing, man. <laughs> and if it Sorry, is... Montana's closed. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, the bears are all in their caves. We've asked them to stay there. Moose up. Moose out front should have told you. Yeah, right. the, the trout and the streams are all hunkered down under rocks until this blows over. I, you know, I just, I, you know, I just don't understand how, whether people get nervous on TV, how do they not spell out the basics? Here's why people are acting like this on a disease whose fatality rate is is unknown as yet, but does not seem to be worse than the flu, as far as we can tell. In case you're not hip to this, maybe you haven't been listening to the show the last couple of days, um, the fatality rates in China were wildly distorted by a couple of things, including the fact that um, people smoke like crazy. 50% of the men in the Wuhan uh, district smoke, and most of the people who died were elderly chain smokers um, getting third-world medical care. And and the total number of cases is unknown in the United States, so it could be the, the fatality percentage is a very tiny percentage, and it's mostly the old and infirm, and God bless them, I'm not taking that casually. It's terrible. My my sainted mother, for instance, is um, certainly not young and, and deals with Parkinson's disease. I'm sure she's at high risk, so I'm not being flip about this. On the other hand, you can't have some sort of global panic over something that, that only threatens those who are most vulnerable. Sure. Um, we got this text, and it's worth pointing out one interesting takeaway from 60 Minutes last night. And I don't know if you watched 60 Minutes last night, but they had that guy on there. I should have his name handy. It's, uh, what is his name? Eh. We're, we're a little loose with names around here today. No, does it make any difference? Some authority from the right. CDC, right? Right. Okay, fair enough. Or, or first, yeah. Like we have their flow chart memorized. Well, it doesn't matter to me, so I assume it doesn't matter to other people. He's somebody who knows a lot about this. There you go. Impressive. Um, one interesting takeaway from 60 Minutes, the only hint towards why this is more panic-worthy than the flu, we know the cases of the flu taper off in April. Uh, come springtime, flu goes away. Nobody's exactly certain why that happens, mm-hmm. but it you know it comes in the winter, stays around the winter, and, and tends to go away in the spring. It's just the way it works. They don't know that corona will work that way. Okay. It might just continue to grow at the same rate that it has mm-hmm. till everybody's got it. Okay, that is a really good bit of information. It's handy to know. Now, Trump the other day said, you know, I think it'll probably go away in the spring like the flu does, but we don't know that. Yeah. yeah. Some experts expect that. Some are much more cautious. And if you're CNN, you go with the ones who are more cautious and say Trump's an idiot. Um, <laughs> if, if the preponderance of, of medical professionals say, yeah, we have no reason to doubt that, then okay. All right. Fine. 
Just, Anthony you know, Fauci, MD. Uh, he's he's a, he's been on all the shows. He was on all the shows yesterday, including sixty minutes last night. If you saw him, and he's considered like the top guy in the entire world for viruses. Yeah, yeah. But uh, okay, whatever. good go-to guy. Do we have more clips of him on sixty minutes? We can play them coming up if you wanted to. If you want to do I that? Think that's a good idea. If you yeah, don't want to, we won't. Solid. We'll do whatever you want. All right then. <laughs> I want you to be quiet, <laughs> and then we'll play some of those Fauci clips for you. Weinstein is said to be miserable in jail. Sorry to hear that. Oh, that's too bad. I finally heard a news organization say convicted rapist Harvey Weinstein. Mm. Happy to hear that as uh, others continue to say disgraced movie mogul. But he fell down in his cell with his uh, roommates over the weekend and got hurt. That's just a crying shame. I hate to hear all that. I hate to hear he's unhappy. I hate to hear that he fell down. Took a tumble. Yeah, it's that's really, really sad. Uh, coronavirus continues to be in the news, causing the stock market to drop. Maybe your kid's school to be closed. Hopefully not. Seems like yeah. an overreaction. But... Yeah, we'll see. So uh, Dr. Fauci there, the head guy on <clears throat> diseases at the CDC, was making the rounds. He was doing every show that would have them. Yep. Everybody and, uh, asked the same questions? Yeah, pretty much. Excuse me, I, I'm, I had a bite of my protein bar just before we came back on the air because I am an idiot. It is one of the few things I will be eating today as I fatten myself like a hog all weekend long. I ate more than any two human beings should eat. Yeah. I was just surrounded by delicious food and uh, did the only natural thing, consume it. Yeah, I was at a bowling alley, which is not the healthiest eating uh, for my son's birthday. And then we then we had a giant birthday cake. Our, the birthday cake was actually so huge. The kids made it and then decorated it. Um, we thought, we got to weigh this. We took it over to the scale and weighed it. It was 11 pounds. Wow. Wow. Sheet cake? No, it was good. <laughs> was it <laughs> sheet know, it was, cake or the round kind? It was round. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what flavor, please? Uh, uh, he wanted an Oreo cake, so oh, nice. the bottom was black, the middle was white, and then the top was black, and then they nice. decorated the frosting that way with Oreo's top. But anyway, it's an 11-pound cake, That's and I just couldn't stop eating it. I was like, there's something wrong with me. Yeah. Couldn't stop. Yeah. The mighty lion. Anyway, so uh, Dr. Fauci was making the rounds. Let's play uh, clip 36 first. Well, you know, I think right now something that's important that I I, I hope the American people appreciate is that the risk of getting into trouble with this infection, namely if you are infected, is overwhelmingly weighted towards people with underlying conditions and the elderly. And that's the reason why if you are an elderly person with an underlying condition, if you get infected, the risk of getting into trouble is considerable. So it's our responsibility to protect the vulnerable. When I say protect, I mean right now, not wait until yeah. things get worse. Say no large crowds, no long trips, and above all, don't get on a cruise ship. For now, the elderly or for everybody? The elderly with underlying conditions. Okay, okay well then, yeah. Those, the people, those people shouldn't do that, although... Fair enough. Yeah. What's it got to do with me and my kids' school? Let's do clip 39 now. Sporting events. What would you tell the NCAA what? if they came to you right now? You know, that's coming up, opening day. I mean, these may seem superficial to some people, these right. questions, but 
Part of the economic right. engine, part of the right. health issues, what would you do? Chuck, in real time, you've got to evaluate the situation. If we continue to see the community spread go up, I think you need to seriously look at anything that's a large gathering. Again, I have to underscore, Chuck, particularly if you're an individual who has an underlying condition and are vulnerable. I but hadn't realized if, we were running clips from Chuck Todd's show. But how about if I don't? Ugh. Then just live my life as normal? I mean, that's what I'm doing. But. Mm-hmm. And then finally, how might this end, Clip 40? What would likely happen? We're not going to have a vaccine that's deployable for at least a year to a year and a half. So right now... And what does that vaccine look like? Is that part of a, a flu, looks like flu a shot, shot at the end of the day? Is that what that's going to look like? <laughs> yeah, well, it's certainly not flu, but it's right. the same sort of thing. You'll okay. probably go in and just get an injection. That's right. the thing. So that's vaccine. So that's vaccine. <laughs> that's not today. If this cycles through, maybe even goes down a bit and comes back next year, that's when you get public health plus a vaccine. We hope this just goes away, burns itself out the way SARS did. But if it doesn't, and it cycles in a seasonal way, that's when a vaccine comes in. Yeah, All that's right. one question of whether it's going to be here forever or just go away like a number of these other things have gone through my life. I'm sorry, what does a vaccine look like? Well, you got to go up to a magical bridge and this troll will ask you three riddles. <laughs> what do you mean, what does it look like? <laughs> Idiot! That's what I'm saying. When did we start running clips from Chuck Todd's show? He's got the hair. We're better than this. Got the haircut of the stupid. Me ask stupid questions. Yeah, amen to that. Katie from NorCal, or I'm sorry, Kathy says uh, we were out and about in uh, Sacktown Wine Country wine tasting this weekend. Last night we went to the Kings uh, Raptors game. No hysteria with the peeps, just with the lamestream media. Yeah, that's that's the confusing part of me. Mm. Got one of those. Uh, Cruise ships, people fighting over rotten food on a cruise ship because everybody's stranded there and they can't get off. That sounds like a good time, doesn't it? Oh, boy. The last of the buffet trying to pick through it. Voyage of the damned. (laughs) Once upon a time, you dressed so fine. Through the bumps of dime in your prime. Two men were arrested in India trying to smuggle in whale vomit, or as it's known commercially, a shamrock shake. Oh. Too bad. <laughs> um, oh, that reminds me. Saturday Night Live over the weekend. There's one bit with old uh, Daniel Craig. Mm-hmm. It's a silly bit. Then it ended with lots of fake puking, and I laughed till I cried <laughs> while... Saying to myself, "This you, don't laugh. That's so childish. You're better than this. This is so exactly. This is stupid." And I could not stop laughing. This is also stupid. Uh, Donald Trump Jr. has challenged Hunter Biden to a debate. Is that a thing? <laughs> <laughs> uh, particularly over who's benefited more from their dad. I remember the great uh, Amy Carter. Jenny Ford, I don't remember the Ford family. Children of presidents debating, yeah. It's right, not really exactly, a thing. yeah. Uh, interesting development for Biden as I transitioned into a Biden story. Kamala Harris out over the weekend endorsed Biden. Cory Booker out over the weekend endorsing Biden. The governor of Michigan, they have their contest tomorrow, endorsed Biden. All right. People are really lining up behind the old man. Uh, Bernie, on the other hand, did get Jane Fonda and... Uh, Jesse Jackson. So. Okay. Yeah, so, you know, <laughs> wait a minute. Quid pro quo. Little, little here, little there. Wait a minute. Your big endorsements over the weekend are Jane Fonda and Jesse Jackson. Yeah, Your that, campaign is dead. That, that's pretty rough. 
Yeah, that's pretty. That's cool. terrible. Not that I'm Corey, sorry. Corey, I just didn't know. Settle down. Not that Cory Booker and Kamala Harris are anything great. Please. But it is all the candidates choose in one direction. Yes. That, that's what Within it signals. Your party, sure. More than the individuals. It's right. Well, it better signal more than what Cory Booker thinks. Nobody cares what Cory Booker thinks. I don't know if you know who Dick Morris is. He was an advisor to Bill Clinton way back in the early 90s, and he's a bit of a bomb chucker. I mean, he, he likes to say explosive things to get attention, yeah. get on shows, often sell books. We've we've had him in studio before. That's how he makes a living. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, he says Biden should be required to have a test for Alzheimer's disease. Uh, former advisor to Bill Clinton, Dick Morris said, I don't think that Biden has much of a chance of defeating Trump. I think that Biden is a very fragile candidate. He has risen from the dead, but the ashes still remain. I think he's incredibly vulnerable on the Hunter Biden issue. That will become more of a thing. I mean, it'll get talked about. It'll get talked to death, no doubt. Uh, And I think his gaffes raise serious questions about his mental ability. Biden 77 has often mixed up details and stories he tells on the campaign trail, bringing scrutiny about his ability to be effective. Uh, Quoting... Dick Morris again. Biden should be required to have a test for Alzheimer's disease. We can't elect a president who has that deterioration of the brain setting in at the start of his term. We're entitled to know that. His personal inability to function will become more and more apparent, particularly on the debate stage. He's becoming senile or coming down with Alzheimer's. I don't know if you come down with Alzheimer's. I don't know if that's the way you say it. But develop it. I'm, I'm not sure there's a mechanism for forcing somebody to take a particular medical test. This you can ask. Well, we were we were we were asking last week though. What's going to be the angle of attack from Trump's side on Biden? Because Hillary, it's easy. She's just an unlikable, loathsome human being. Right. Everybody in in D.C. seems to like Joe Biden of of both parties as mm-hmm. a person. But it, there's not there's nothing. There's nothing wrong with saying about a nice person that their their brain is given out on them. No, no, indeed. And it's Trump's sad, could, the, but the Trump side it's that not could, unkind. That could become the narrative. Yeah. And every little flub he has, fair or unfair, will be attributed to his mental deterioration. Well, I remember when people were talking about the, the that child Ronald Reagan uh, when he was taking office, and people were concerned that a man of his age, which was a lot younger than the current guys, um, th- that his uh, choice of Veep was seen as important, and he went with uh, the eminently respected George H. W. Bush. Um, and so I think Biden's Veep choice is going to be really important because of that. Uh, what was the word uh, fragile that uh, Dick Morris used? I think that was a pretty well chosen word. And, you know, he'd better have somebody, you know, fairly young. and vi- I wouldn't pick Bernie, for instance. Um, <laughs> That'd be a pivot. He, he, uh, he needs to pick somebody young and vital, but not too young. Not like Mayor Pete Young. Somebody that people would take seriously in the gig and say, look, I'm fine. But if I'm ever not fine, I will admit it. You're, and hand it over to uh, my vice president, fill in the blank. Your simmering misogyny caused you to name two men. Um, uh, I think it's been uh, declared by Biden and assumed by everyone. That I like to simmer my misogyny for about 20 minutes, then add just a dash of red wine. <laughs> uh, that he clearly is going to pick a woman. He's, he's, he's talked about that, and every, everybody expects him to pick a woman. <clears throat> I said, hey, Esther. But what, what woman? I don't know if Elizabeth Warren's on that list, and that's why she hasn't gone for Bernie. I don't know. I think Stacey Abrams fills a lot of uh, mm-hmm. people's what they want out of the potential vice. A Georgia politician, a ran for governor, activist, black woman. I heard people throwing around Kamala's name yesterday. I don't know, after she... 
They were joking. After the, after she tried <laughs> to light up Biden over a, 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 an issue that everybody agrees with Biden on. I don't know if that's going to... No. Tried to paint him as a racist for it. No. It's funny. She had... And the fact that it's two women, I think, is a coincidence. But she and uh, Liz Warren sh- share the same thing. They're... Ratings and donations go up for a blip after debates because they're really good at tearing people down. But then three days later, you realize, you know, they themselves aren't that appealing, so never mind. Does your vice presidential candidate have to be appealing? Elizabeth Warren is really a good attack dog. She's really good at that. On the campaign trail, I don't think you could come up with a better choice for vice president if, if I'm Joe Biden than her. She's a woman, and she's mean as a snake. (laughs) <laughs> and she's really, really good on the attack. So, uh, uh, of course, you know, you have to factor in that in the debates, it's the two Veeps debating each other. And, uh, Liz Pence Warren versus Mike Warren. Pence, but nobody really cares no, that much about no, the Veep no, debate no, anyway. No. But no, she would spend uh, from now until November saying horrific things about uh, uh, President Trump. And, you know, see how it goes. There are also assumptions that Biden, even if he wins, is a one-termer. Yes. Oh, yeah, I would bet enormous sums of money on that proposition. What if he announced late in the run? Would that be to his benefit if he announced, I will only serve one term? I think it would allay some fears. Sure. Of course, that that makes the Veep choice huge. Yes. Yes, it does. Then how does he do, do that? Does he step aside on purpose so that his Veep becomes president? Yeah, that's the way you do it, right? And then they could get to run as an incumbent. Yeah, you decline the nomination, you essentially. Would, well, Next time you, around. Yeah. Yeah, but... The, so I'm they, not running. But you'd stop before your term was up, wouldn't you? Stop what? Being president. Oh. You'd want them to run as an incumbent, wouldn't you? I don't to know. hand it off? I don't know. That's an interesting Why thought. make him go through the whole so election? So are you going to resign in October or what? Yeah. Of the election year? Yeah. I don't know. No, earlier than What's that. What's the difference? How early? Why don't you just say, listen, I'm not running because I'm old as hell. About now, four but years from now. I think we can both agree that uh, my vice president... I'm old as hell. <laughs> I think we all agree my vice president, Elizabeth Warren, has done a fabulous job. And now she's going to get promoted to the big time. Of course, she's going to be 75 then, isn't she? Yeah. She's a youth. Do we have any Generation X people who would like to run for president, please? Or how about somebody yeah, who's 60? Okay, Boomer. Come on. That didn't last long, did it? Okay, Boomer. <laughs> Nothing lasts long. That was long. fun, though. Nothing no. lasts long no. in the modern world. A catchphrase lasts, like, till tomorrow afternoon. So use it quickly. A national phenomenon catchphrase yeah. lasts till tomorrow afternoon. Figure it out. Remember fidget spinners? <laughs> you better... I, I good do. times. I do. I bought my son one, and the, and the craze was over. Like, good thing Amazon has next day shipping, because the craze was over by, like, <laughs> next Wednesday. Yeah. You got to get out on crazes fast. Or you'll miss it completely. Or and you don't want to do that. Feel free to ignore them. <laughs> uh, boy. Okay, Boomer. Bloomberg advisor warns of scorched earth retaliation against Trump children if the GOP attacks Hunter Biden. So they're going to go hard at Eric and uh, Belanca and uh, Deflinka and... Uh, <laughs> Don Jr. <clears throat> and who, who's the... Uh, um, 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 Tiffany. This is a wild card I don't think I've pondered enough, is the fact that Bloomberg is still committed to spending another billion dollars if it takes it to defeat Trump. Yeah. Just because he's out doesn't mean his money's out. Right. And back to the theme of det- uh, attack dogism, he will willingly do things that 
are on the uh, the edge of respectable and and decent. And uh, Biden or his people will be able to say, "Listen, we don't have control of those people. They're a little nutty." But Bloomberg can do the nasty stuff. Yep, it's going to be an exciting fall. On the edge of respectable and decent, the Armstrong and Getty Show. Pretty much, yeah. Um. And I mentioned this earlier, Nate Silver of 538, who crunches the numbers, says if Bernie wins Michigan, he's got a 13% chance of getting the nomination. 13, 13. if he wins? Yeah, just the math of it. Oof. And if he loses, he's got a 3% chance. Oh. So. Good night. Yeah, good night, exactly. Yeah, yep. Man stealing donuts with a hatchet. Welcome to beautiful Portlandia. They're practically free, sir. But what that means about the state of Portland and, and uh, the blue states of America coming up. Cool. And Woody Allen can't get his memoir published? Hmm. He wrote a memoir. I'd like to read it. He can't get it published. Uh, why? Coming up also on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Get this story out of the way fast. It only matters to some of you. I would love to read Woody Allen's autobiography. I love Woody Allen movies mm-hmm. and, and some of his books and his stand-up. One of the funniest people who's ever lived in, in history. One of the great filmmakers of all time. Anyway, he's got his autobiography out. He can't get it published. One company dumped it a year. He's written it already. Mm-hmm. One company dumped it a year or so ago. He moved over to this place called Hatchet. Well, Ronan Farrow got his book published by Hatchet and won a Pulitzer Prize. Remember his book that uh, brought down Harvey Weinstein and all that sort of stuff? Mm-hmm. Ronan Farrow and his sister raised by Woody Allen. And Ronan Farrow said, I will never uh, do another book for this company again if you publish Woody Allen's book. And they've backed down oh, because he's their hot star. Yeah. And he said, imagine if this if it were your sister, Ronan Farrow said, because he and his sister claimed that Woody Allen molested her when they were children. Wow. And so he, Woody Allen can't get his autobiography out. Hmm. All around the Ronan Farrow hashtag Me Too movement. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. I've never known exactly what to think of that one. I don't know either. There's a bitter, bitter divorce or separation involved. And... Obviously, I don't think Woody Allen's a child molester, or I wouldn't be so excited about reading his book and everything yeah. like that. Because if he's a child molester, screw him. Yeah. But I just, I've never really had any reason to think he was. But yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's funny, Hatchet Books is the name of that. A hatchet-wielding donut thief was nabbed by police a block away. Uh, this happened in beautiful Portland. Well, formerly beautiful. Well, it's still beautiful, but it's just choked with junkies and weirdos and Antifa and the rest of it. Um, as poor governance has led to a breakdown of civilization. But anyway, uh, so this guy was at uh, the the famous Voodoo Donuts, the one chi- the Chinatown area of Portland. And he uh, he stole some donuts at Hatchet Point. Hopped the counter, filled a pink box with donuts, then fled on foot, leaving the hatchet behind in the store. He was apprehended like a block away, standing there eating the donuts out of the pink box. Yeah, well, that's a guy that's either completely crazy or completely out of his mind on drugs. Thank you. That is not 
a criminal per se. I mean, obviously, it's a criminal act. Nobody steals donuts at Hatchet Point, then stands visible a block away eating them unless they are completely mentally ill or on drugs or both. So he's been booked into the Multnomah County Detention Center. But come on now, this is exactly what we've been talking about. We need to figure this out. There has to be, uh, uh, I can't remember the technical terms, but a hold you can place on place on people who are clearly not able to take care of themselves. I mean, nobody steals donuts at Hatchet Point. You want to steal donuts, just grab them out of the hands of somebody walking out of the store. Have them say, hey, what are you doing? And then they'll go back in. I mean, that's a crazy person. How can we not be dealing with this as a society? Uh, the corona update is this, I guess, that... Um some places are canceling schools. Some places aren't. Parades are canceled all over the place. Some places, some places not. In my mind, somebody's either overreacting or underreacting. It doesn't, I don't really see any rhyme or reason to what's getting canceled or not. I do like this though. Yesterday, one of your experts said we're going to have to start instituting social distancing. <laughs> I am willing to sign up for that program. Oh boy. I am willing to engage in social distancing if it means I'm not going to be able to go to any weddings or kids' birthday parties oh boy, or meetings of any kind or be at the mall. I'm willing to make that sacrifice in an effort to contribute to social distancing. Wow. Well, that's generous of you. Thank you. See this article in the L.A. Times. I'd hate to miss your eight-year-old's birthday party, stand around for three hours and watch everybody, but... Uh, I can't do it. Who started that, by the way? I don't know. That a kid's birthday party is just a party, and the whole family has to show up and the rest of it. <sighs> I'm all for drop your kids off and that sort of stuff, but to make the parents stand around and watch, <laughs> I don't dig that at all. No, no, no. Uh, article in the LA Times happens to be about the San Francisco Bay Area. San Francisco St. Patrick's Day Parade was postponed. San Francisco Symphony Concert scrapped. Stanford University moved classes online. Silicon Valley companies ordering employees to work from home. Uh, San, the city of San Francisco said cancel large gatherings like cancer, concerts, sporting events, and conventions. Even a volunteer tree planting gathering for Arbor Week was pulled. See, that's just stupid. It is stupid. That's stupid. We got a text. You're all going to be outdoors planting trees and you had to cancel it? I got a text earlier from somebody in San Francisco. Oh, here it is. Uh, my cousin sent us his Flat Stanley character. Do you ever do Flat Stanley? You familiar with that? Yeah, I remember the term. I don't remember what it is. Um, well, you have this Flat Stanley. It's it's on a piece of paper, and it's a cartoon drawing of a guy named Stanley. And, oh, it's flat. Okay. Yeah. and you mail him. To, you, you get pictures of Flat Stanley oh. as many different places as you can. Right. And so right. you send them to Grandma and Grandpa, and my, my mom and dad took Flat Stanley to the Grand Canyon, for instance. Well, anyway... So uh, we got this text. My cousin sent us his flat Stanley character, and then the kids take the pictures back to school and write a report. That's yeah. how it works. My cousin sent us his flat Stanley character to take around the uh, San Francisco Bay Area. We took him to Sausalito, the Golden Gate Bridge, and the Marin Headlands. People everywhere. Flat Stanley didn't seem to be concerned at all that he was being exposed to coronavirus. But so you got this story you just had. They're canceling Arbor Day celebrations and parades. Yeah. I don't know. I, 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 don't, I don't have enough information to understand. But again, somebody's overreacting and somebody's underreacting and somebody smarter needs to figure out which is which. People are voluntarily 
exposing themselves. Maybe they're making a mistake. Or are people overreacting and think, well, I heard bad things. We better cancel our parade, I guess. Yes, I'm seeing panic. So, well, in Southern California, authorities decided to allow the L.A. Marathon to proceed as scheduled. Went off without a hitch. Health officials did urge spectators to, to Jack's point, keep six feet away from strangers. Yes! Yes! At least six. Six to twelve. Social distancing. Who's with me? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Work from home if you can, they say, especially if you're over the age of 60. Half the time you hear 60, half the time you hear 70. Or have medical conditions such as heart disease, lung disease, diabetes, a kidney disease. Or a weakened immune system. Wow, Bernie Sanders is practically 80 and obviously has heart disease. So he's just it's practically committing suicide to continue to campaign in Michigan. Got this text. Hey, my nephew's prom was canceled a few hours before um, it was supposed to happen. Kids were actually getting their hair done, trying on dresses, etc. when they decided no prom. That's just nuts. It's, that seems like a stupid Knee-jerk overreaction. Let the kids promenade, which is the full term, Jack. Thank you for that. The Golden State Warriors turned down a recommendation to cancel its game. Uh, San Jose Sharks played their Thursday game, but other events... Oh, they were scheduled to uh, to proceed. Sorry, I misread the sentence. Uh, let's see. City Library in Santa Clara is canceling all programs for the upcoming there week, but one, we're having hockey games. One okay. library is canceling something. Why? Well, all the library boards anywhere within 500 miles of that are saying, maybe we should cancel. Should we cancel? I don't know. We're going to have that transgender drag queen story time for children. Maybe we cancel that. Probably go ahead and cancel that. Some grown-up needs to take the lead on this. 